0: Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery, Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez.
1: We love music, guys, obviously. That's why we do what we do. It's why you guys listen to the show. It's why uh, we do all the research to bring you the best. But once in a while, guys, we get a meteor in the comedy world. And it is some of the best episodes. And that is what's happening here, guys. Let me introduce you to Caitlin Allen. What an enjoyable guest. What an outstanding person. Hilarious. Loved having her, guys. And we can't wait for you guys to check her out. Caitlin Allen is... uh, You may not know her name yet... That she is slowly but surely climbing the west hollywood comedic ranks she is currently the video producer and frequent act at the world famous laugh factory on the sunset strip and she does a lot of sketch comedy guys she is hysterical think of her as a mixture of you know those sketch comedy shows like um in living color or uh, you know the michael Ian e. black show i forget his name but um you know a little bit of larry david just you know, observant humor, sarca- sarcastic, just fantastic stuff. I strongly encourage you to follow Caitlin on Instagram, at Caitlin Allen, A-L-Y-N, just because it's free, laugh on demand, guys. Uh, you're really going to enjoy her story. She, gr- you know, she grew up in North Carolina. She was born in Oregon. She forged her talents over there. She's also a very talented actress, director, writer. She's a little bit of a Swiss knife when it comes to, to uh, creativity. So uh, we welcome Caitlin to the show. We welcome all of you guys to the show. If you are one of the, the new uh, audience members, uh, don't worry, we're still a music show, but once in a while, we do like to spice things up with guests like Caitlin that, uh, that are outstanding and we all should know. Uh, so without further ado, guys, this is Caitlin Allen on the J-Rod Concerts Podcast.
0: Okay, how's this? God, it's so fucking bright. I'm in Venice right now.
1: You're in Venice Beach.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's the... Oh, uh, you can't see shit. What am I doing? Okay, I give up. Um, yeah, I'm on a date. I'm on a date. I'm on a date with a Bumble guy right now. And I was like... It actually was a Wait, good flex. You're in the
1: middle of the date right now? Or you're about to start it? Or you're post?
0: Uh, he, we've been in the car driving to the beach together. He just went in gotcha. to get... Um, some stuff and I was like, I have to, just to take a call.
1: Yeah, <laughs> That's amazing. And, and and what's the vibe? What's the um, early vibe? Can you tell us?
0: Oh yeah. Um I this is our second date. Um and it's going very well. That's oh, good. I like him. I, I like I like him. Yeah, great. I like oh, him. My. Um Okay, shit, I'm great. screwed.
1: Breaking news. <laughs> Breaking news, everybody.
0: <laughs> everybody, oh, oh no.
1: Okay. Well, that's great, Kate. Well, 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 best of luck with the rest of your late of your day. Let's let, let's get to it. Um, sure. But exactly. Yeah, but this is great. This is a first timer for us. Absolutely in the middle of a bumble date, like that's great. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to tell you, Kate. Is Kane, this like this, uh-huh. Yeah, Wait. what's up? No, no, no tell me. This this what
0: I was just going to ask if this is like I'm trying to I feel like I'm standing directly in front of the sun. Does it look really bad? I don't want it to look bad for you. No,
1: it's like you have good lighting almost. I don't okay. you, may, you may be in pain. But like, but you, I- but you look well lighted.
0: <laughs> Thank you. So, Appreciate it.
1: So you know you're sacrificing yourself for the camera, maybe.
0: Yeah, that's just that's just how I am.
1: Anyway, um, <laughs> so I have to tell people because you know, look, Caitlin, and, and how do I pronounce your last name, Caitlin? Because I don't want to butcher it. It's
0: oh, it's fine. It's Alan.
1: Okay, Caitlin Allen, guys. He's a multi-talented mm-hmm. filmmaker performer, director, and of course, as you may have noticed, she's a comedian. Fantastic. And, uh, you know, in pre-pandemic times and post, you can find her at the Laugh Factory, the world-renowned stage in the Sunset Strip, um, and, you know, just playing stuff around California, man. She's super talented, and she's going to make her grand st- return, actually, this Saturday. Are you excited, C- Caitlin?
0: Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm Right now, I'm just mostly nervous because I haven't even... I mean, I haven't done anything remotely comedy related this whole pandemic. (laughs) Like, I haven't looked at any of my notes. I haven't gone over my set. And Mm -hmm. um, so I guess it'll be, I'm excited, obviously, but I'm also just like, I don't know what to expect. I was someone who was going up, you know, on stage performing every single night to keep that muscle, you know, uh, strong and to have not, it's like not working out for five months. I'm just going to go run a marathon. I just don't want to pull any muscles (laughs) and I hope I don't humiliate myself. But, um, you know, the the vibe I've gotten from most of my friends that are back performing is that the audiences are just so happy to be there and they're just so glad to be out that I think it's just, it could be, could be the perfect storm. And like in a good way, I think it could work. Yeah.
1: I feel like, I feel like it's a perfect opportunity to like be off, you know, off comedic shape because people are so hungry mm-hmm. for anything that doesn't have to do with, you know, with your grandpa dying and yeah. and uh, the world, you know, destroying itself and protests <laughs> and all that. that it's like, you know what?
0: Anything Murder hornets.
1: Exactly. It's like, oh, look, yeah. a white girl just speaking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That's
0: so good. <laughs> oh Absolutely. my God.
1: So look, one of the great things about social media um, through Mark Zuckerberg's algorithms and China stealing our identity is you end up connecting <laughs> to some wonderful people, right? And uh, talented people. And I think, and that's how I ended up coming across you. Um, I think he was through mutual connections or something, but your Instagram is Caitlin Allen, A-L-Y-N. And mm-hmm. people should immediately follow you because it is like hilariousness on demand. Whenever, whenever, the, whenever your little circle comes in that little app, it's like you can't press it hard enough, fast enough, oh. because it is an automatic laughter, man. I mean, look, I'm just going to give my audience one example. That's it, because you, you have too many, okay? okay. But one status, guys, where it's like you press it after hearing from Oliver about Black Lives Matter and this and Trump, and it's like, and you press Caitlin, and there's this dark room, and it's a party in Beverly Hills. And there's some 90s R&B really sexy in the background. It's definitely like a cool party, and it's sexy mm-hmm. guys. And you see Caitlin here in a, in a close-up, in like just a really casual close-up, just, you know, stuffing her face in, in, her face in small <laughs> sandwiches. She's like, like having a moment with, this, uh, with, with these appetizers.
0: It was a love affair with that sandwich. It was a love <laughs> affair.
1: It was a love affair. So, yeah, man. So, so stuff like that, Kim. So, Anyway. Yeah.
0: I just try to share share what's going on in my life and the insanity. I mean, I live in Hollywood, so it's never a dull moment.
1: Right, right. I mean, you're cat in the pool. I could go on for an hour. Let's just move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, look, um, I want to talk about your career, but first, congratulations on being an aunt.
0: Thank you so much. My sister yes. just had her baby yesterday, and, uh, you know, especially during all this stuff that's going on in the world right now and all this sadness to have this just ray of sunshine and to have both my sister and my nephew be happy and healthy and everything went smoothly i mean i'm just so thankful and i'm excited to be the crazy aunt
1: right. well, have you found like a role model yet because i'm an uncle
0: <laughs> um, oh yeah
1: i'm an uncle and like our role caitlin is is, is to just cause chaos like that's <laughs> right
0: no so, i'm going like, to make a mess
1: Right, so like I for, for very early on, I said, okay, I'm gonna be Uncle Jesse. Sorry, like go in and out, yeah. do some bad words. Like this is softcore porn. <laughs> I'm out. You know
0: later, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I'll be the one. I mean, me and my brother both are pretty wild. He's younger than I am, but you know, we've already decided that you know we're gonna be the one to talk to him about drugs and girls and you know all this stuff that you don't want to talk to your parents about. We're we're yeah. ready for that. Like Looking Aunt Becky. To that.
1: I think you're going to be Aunt Becky then. Pre, <laughs> yes. Pre-putting pre, pre, pre her, you know, ph-
0: sure, photoshopping,
1: yeah. photoshopping her daughters <laughs> into a rowing. Yeah. It's, pre-jail. <laughs> yeah, pre-jail. Oh, my God, Caitlin. Oh, my God. I'm so nervous that your date's just going to jump in there. It's like he thinks it's like... No,
0: no, he knows. He knows. Well, he's it's a work he's call. so sweet. Yeah, yeah. So-
1: yeah. Oh, my God. You're like in love. This is amazing. Okay, um, Caitlin, really? Like, yeah. how has the year been for you? This is what
0: it is. Well, I mean, it is, I I think it, it's hard to say that this has been good because it's a pandemic and a lot of people have gone through so many awful things. But for me, it's been a reset. I was just, I was just go, 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 go. I wasn't even taking a moment to appreciate what I was doing and um and the accomplishments I was making. I was just like full steam ahead. So I do think that this time of resetting and recharging has been really good for me. But man, I was like right at the peak in February. I I was doing stand up in New York city and I was like starting to make some money doing it, which Mm -hmm. is a miracle. And so I was like, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. And then, Oh, two weeks later, I'm like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, um, I do think it's kind of like a rubber band being pulled back. I think that I'm going to, as soon as things start, get normal again i feel like i will just take off and yeah, um,
1: of course
0: yeah and i'm excited there's a lot of things to look forward to and i'm not i'm feeling pretty optimistic right now
1: that's great you know yeah no no absolutely i mean you'll be back you know everyone is going to be so hungry for comedy and all that and you're hilarious so no problem sir so let's yeah. talk about your early life yeah. for a second caitlin uh let's go back mm-hmm. to Oregon real quick okay. um where you were born and you lived until you were eight but you're mm-hmm. such a creative force. You direct, you write, you do all these things. Mm-hmm. Your house, did you come from like a creative household? Or was your dad like a doctor and your mom like an accountant? And it's like, here she is Caitlin.
0: That's a great question. My my mom is an opera singer. So uh, that part is definitely there from like the creative side, the starving artist side. You know, my mom moved to New York City when she was in her 20s with like 200 bucks in her pocket and just a big dream. Like she's done that. Nice um my dad is a musician too he's a drummer but he went the other route where he went more practical and just got a sales job you know he gave up right and so I had both views to look at I'm like oh you know I don't want to be my dad I mean there's a lot of things about my dad that I do want to emulate in him but in this regard like I don't want to give up on my creative passions um just for a for a paycheck or you know some some stability um i'm willing to make some sacrifices in that department um and then with my mom you know she basically gave up her career to have kids and same thing i was like well i don't really want to do that either like that kind of always made me sad because she was just she was traveling the world singing with huge composers doing huge things and just gave it up for kids and i was like i don't think i could do that either so um, they've both set me up for the creative life that I'm on. Yeah. Um, and they're both very supportive. My dad basically forced me to go to film school, which ended up at the time I was angry about it. And now I'm like, that was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. It was like going to Hogwarts, but for art, you know, it was a really small conservatory. It was so fun, but in in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, And it was only 30 minutes away from where I grew up in North Carolina, and I had no idea that they even had a film school. So it was like this – I don't know. It was like this diamond in the rough opportunity, and my dad um, was the and one. A hell, and were. a hell of a
1: film school, one of the top 15 in the yeah.
0: country. Yeah. And huge. And mm-hmm. it um, – oh god his music started playing out yeah he's got he's got good taste yeah. um, was, like getting
1: jiggy with it it's like Oof, no, that's it a was
0: like gangster raps i was like okay that okay. No, i don't I'm know sure. what happened there but um oh <laughs> uh, maybe he's connected to his phone anyway i saw him he he got a um we're gonna go ride we're gonna ride longboard skateboards here in a second um yeah, so my dad was really supportive of the film school. Every time that I directed a movie, he came to set with, like, bring me a coffee. I mean, just, like, the cutest freaking dad in the world. And, um,
1: Super supportive. And my,
0: yeah, and my mom's the one that I call where I'm like, I can't do this. I give up. I hate Hollywood. You know, and she's the one that's like, no. Stick it, you gotta stick it stick out. Stick it out. Stick it out. Think of all the things you sacrificed for this. And, you know, so she keep, she's my biggest cheerleader. That's awesome. Um, so I'm, I'm really, really lucky, yeah. That's
1: great. That's great. And, you know, you did such good work in North Carolina, Caitlin. You did this one uh, commercial PSA for the North Carolina Film Commission. Well, God, you started... did your
0: research.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Telekinesis, right? Anyway. Yes. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You started it. You screened it in Sundance at this North Carolina event. Like, but like you're the star. Like, you did the whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. But it, I thought it was really well made, of course. So good job. But I thought Thank it you. like, how many takes did it take you to do that whole thing? It's a dance, that, man. It's like... Yeah,
0: it w- it was For, one take.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, not I, one take, but, you know. I'm going to put it in the video version. The podcast people are out of luck. They'll just have to imagine it. But, but like, okay. Caitlin, like, she's, you know, she's talking about the incentives in North Carolina, but she's walking through a set, and she's holding on to a coffee, and then Santa assistant grabs a coffee, <laughs> and then, like, some guy's like, yo, are we going out tonight? And then she's like, hey, like, she says something. It's like this like, <laughs> carousel of, like, moving parts. I can't, yeah. like, that, that was not a one take, was it?
0: It was no, no no I mean it was a, what I meant by, it was one shot so there's awesome. no cuts Yeah, yeah exactly. it was it was literally all the dolly track that our school had that the whole thing was on a dolly um and I think we did 52 takes
1: 52 yeah
0: It, it was a, it was really exhausting um and it would be something where I did it perfect but it, we got the camera guy was out of focus or the camera guy got it right <laughs> but but I you know fucked up a line or you know it was uh it was that kind of, that, that was partly why there were so many takes. Yeah. Um, but man, did it feel good when, you know, when our director, Preston. It came, out, came um, out great. Yeah. Where he was like, okay, that's it. I was like, thank
1: God. <laughs> yeah. Like, now we're really going out. Where are we going out for real?
0: Yeah. Seriously. Um, we're really getting drinks now.
1: <laughs> so I want to talk about when you moved to LA, but before that, I want to ask about mm-hmm. those hipster, hipster glasses you had in North Carolina, like that your that father threw shape. away or whatever. Like, are you going to make a comeback? Post-pandemic? Well,
0: they, I think they should. I got a lot of compliments on those. Um, they are dad glasses for sure. Like all I was missing was the mustache, and I would have been mm-hmm. there. Um, yeah, I I broke them. I my fat ass. I sat on them, and that was <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. But um, yeah, I've been thinking about. I was just such a cool art, artsy kid in college, and now I'm like, I want to I want to get back to that. You know, be a little yeah. more stylish, a little more hip. I think, it com-
1: I think it comes across, you know. I yeah, think you so. think?
0: I, I, I think so. I f- I th-
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't really block it. Okay, so you, <laughs> to LA, you do a lot of really cool stuff. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you work, for example, with California Sidekicks. You did a, lo- a lot of work for them. But no, it's very well made, actually. So, like, you're in, in print mm-hmm. all over that. But then, when did you first realize, like, dude, like, I am, like, genuinely funny. Like, I can be a professional comedian and make money off of this.
0: Um. Well, when I was, I always wanted to be an actor, for, first and foremost, because I would watch, I was a big Jim Carrey fan when I was little. I started watching In Living Color back in the day, if you remember that show, the sketch show, um, and that's when he was James oh Carrey, God. so this was a while ago.
1: Let me just tell you a quick story about my nephew, and Jim Carrey, because <laughs> okay. 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 he's eight.
0: So cute.
1: Okay, he's eight, uh-huh. but he's like super like advanced for his age. And yeah. I showed him a Ventura Pet Detective the other day, didn't realize oh, awesome. I, I, Yes, but the first one is a little raunchy, and there uh, uh, and there's, there's some, some sex sh- scenes, and there's like some like mm-hmm. you know blowjob shit going on, and I just had yep. real quick. dude. I didn't
0: just as a kid. I remember watching. I had no idea what the hell that what what was going on. <laughs> And then I rewatched it later, and I was like, "Oh, he was getting a BJ." Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: And then, and then they're in bed with Courtney Cox, and the animals are like,
0: <laughs> "Yeah,
1: kids." And it's like, just don't worry about it. Anyway, sorry, go ahead.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he was just—I mean, I just—he made me laugh. He was so silly, and so I think that kind of planted a seed, and I—that's what I wanted to do. Um, and I was always uh kind of the ham you know if it was my way of getting attention as a kid you know because we ha- I have two siblings and if they were ever getting any attention i would be like look over here and i would do like silly <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> like ah, oh, i'm still alive and important and um so that i think you know i knew that i was funny i resented having a sense of humor as a teen and at, like in my adolescence because mm. i just felt like all the other girls were normal you know, like right. they were just nice, sweet girls. And I was like cracking jokes and being funny and just being a goofball. And I was like, and they all had boyfriends. And I was like, nobody was into that it's, at the time. Um, but now, I mean, it's my favorite part about myself that I'm funny and that I'm quick-witted and that, you know, exactly. I can. You're
1: you deep. Know, and that's, you're deep. Yeah, and you're smart. Yeah, I love your jokes. Yeah, it, like, for example, be- you posted one the other day about, um. I don't know, awkwardly taking off your clothes, seducing other people's boyfriends or something. Something really funny like that. I don't know what it was. But but there's a lot of sociological truth to all those things. You You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and that was part of it, too, is I didn't feel like anybody, I didn't feel like as many people got me sometimes, too. And so when I, when I, I basically, I got a job being a, a, an editor and a, and a videographer at the Laugh Factory, and I'd never done stand-up before, ever. I'd done some improv and acting, but I'd never done anything like that. And... Um, I just remember I would stay after work and I'd watch the shows and they were just having so much fun. They were like rock stars, but they yeah. were telling jokes instead of playing a guitar. And I just remember thinking like, I could do that. And within a couple months, I got, someone asked if I wanted to host their show and that was two years ago. So the rest is history and oh, now yeah. I'm hooked and I feel like I found my thing. And so it feels really good. Yeah. It, it feels,
1: it's, it's your natural thing. And how did the involvement with the Laugh Factory start?
0: Oh, well, my, one of my friends from film school, his name's Tommy Wakefield, and he's also a comedian, um, really funny guy. We actually, I was a, a senior when he was a freshman, so we didn't really know each other that well when we were in school, but I knew that he did comedy and he knew that I was funny because I acted in a lot of you know, funny films in school. And um, He was working at the Laugh Factory, and one day he asked if I would act in a sketch with him. And I was dead broke and unemployed and on the vert. I didn't know what I was going to do. And I was just like, dude, have you heard of any jobs, like anything hiring? He said, well, the Laugh Factory is hiring, but do you edit? I was like, do I edit? <laughs> yes! Get me in there, Tommy! Yeah,
1: yeah, ask Chiefs, how do I edit?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, even if I didn't, I'd be like, i figure it out at this point. I need, it. I need money. So that was, you know, a little over two years ago. Amazing. And... You know, it, Jeez, I mean, the job itself has sucked, but, (laughs) (laughs) but it's given me so many opportunities and I've, I've met every comedian under the sun from working there, which has helped me book so many shows because, you know, I know everybody and they know I'm funny and I can write and, um, so it's been really good for me, and God, just talking about it, I'm getting giddy. I'm just. No, like, this is
1: great. The enthusiasm is fantastic. Yeah. Tell, tell me about the first time you stepped on that stage. Like, what were you thinking before? Were you like shitting your Like, what was the feeling?
0: I've only done the Laugh Factory once, um, uh-huh. and yeah, I was. I mean, I was, I was, I admittedly, I always drink before I get on stage because I do get major stage fright. Mm-hmm. I'm not stage fright, but I just get the nerves are so in, so intense. And to do comedy well, you can't let them know that you're nervous. You can't let them know that, you know, if you hold them, if you're holding the mic and it's shaking, (laughs) that's a bad sign. They don't trust you. So I always have a drink or two to kind of calm my nerves before I go up, get a little loose. Mm. I was, the adrenaline was so high doing the Laugh Factory show that I think I did four or five shots and didn't feel a goddamn thing. Hell yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so once I was, once I was up there, I mean, I can tell now, when I watch that clip, I can just hear it in my voice how nervous I am, but the, the one note that I got from everybody was, they're like, you look so com- comfortable and confident up there, and I was like, well, shit, I'm a better actor than I thought, because <laughs> I was terrified. And uh, it goes by so quick. It was like a five-minute set. You're just you're up, you're down. It's over, and so you're just good. like, "What just happened?" Oh yeah, God,
1: Caitlin, that's awesome. That's great. That's going down in history. That story.
0: <laughs> you're so. All sweet. right,
1: now we want to let you go soon, but um, because you're on yeah. a date, and that's great. But yeah. I want to quickly ask You've you like some. By. <laughs> yeah, he, he's like skimming. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll let you go in a second. But like, just Thanks, so you're fire good. about some of your videos because you have so many yeah. hilarious stuff. Yeah, so, classics all over so and again i will put some in the video version because people need to see this i just want to ask mm-hmm. what happened like what your take on these so there's one okay. it's an 80s <laughs> video montage um you play connie parkinson and it's a it's a, it's a dating it's like one of those like before oh, yeah. models, before all that yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah yeah so, so, so you play mm-hmm.
1: Con, Co, connie parkinson and and you are um your profile comes on and you're basically like a very nice like looking lady And <laughs> you start talking <laughs> And it's like, you wear a strap-on, you find it energizing and relaxing, like, it's just like completely bananas,
0: man. That was all improvised. Um, That was one of the funnest shoots I've ever done, because the guy who makes those, he also went to film school with me, his name's Richard Rogers. Um, He's one that created Sky Corp, and they're the ones that do all those 80s and 90s kind of styled sketch videos. Yeah. And he just brought in all the funniest people that he knew and just was like, make a character and improvise. And so each one of us went up and we just made shit up and came up with stuff. And so that was probably the funnest shoot I've ever done. Like just, it was so hard not just to crack up at everything that everybody said. Oh, so funny.
1: So funny. Okay. One more yeah. cooking, mm-hmm. cooking with Peggy, cooking with Peggy, right? Again, Cooking a- with Peggy. 80s style, like Food Network, but like back in the 80s, and uh, yeah. you're, Peggy, you're Peggy, and um, you're like just chopping like your piece of steak, but then you start going on this tangent about like your ex husband and like about cutting, chopping off his penis. Like, I don't, it just goes way out, it goes from zero to 100.
0: Yeah. It, it's there, that was the first Skycorp one that I ever did, and um, Again, I got to give credit to Richard. I mean, that was all scripted. He came up with that concept with everything. Um, but, yeah, it's basically that I'm cooking my ex-husband. So that's the meat. <laughs> oh, my God. So fun.
1: Genius. Yeah. All right, Caitlin. I'll let you go. But, l- look, you're in the so much, l- l- Let me ask you this. Do you like this yeah. guy? Do you really like this guy?
0: You know what? Yeah, I think um, – there could be something here. There could All be right. something here. Second date, So early. I okay. don't want to jinx right. anything, but exactly. I, I like
1: So, him. so I'm, I'm just going to give you, I, I have to give you some like second date advice. Like, okay, whatever. Okay. okay. Please. Don't give it tonight.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. If you,
1: if you like him, if you really like him. Yeah. Just I do. at least one more. Take
0: your time. Take at your least
1: time. one more because that, oh man, he's going to be like off his rocker.
0: It's already that? hard for it's already hard for me. I just he's so cute. I just want to like. I just want to. I know. I no. want to have my hands on him all time, all times. Yeah, yeah. Okay, look, I'm gonna be cool. Yeah,
1: no, 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 like play around it. But anyway, Caitlin. Thank good you, luck. great
0: advice. Thank you so awesome. much.
1: Of course, that was fun. Good luck with yes. Everything.
0: Thank you so much. I'll uh, talk to you soon.
1: Absolutely. Take care. Bye, Caitlin.
0: Bye, guys. Bye.